Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to Confessions from a Dental Lab, the podcast that brings you beneath the surface so together we can learn things right from the source and get a little bit better through listening to these episodes. My name is KJ Eichstead, Marketing Director at Newart Dental Lab, and I'm joined today by a very special guest. We have Will Sweeney, the Strawman Territory Manager. Will, thank you for joining the show. How are you doing today? Uh, so good, KJ. Hey, thanks for having me here. Super excited uh, to be able to sit down and uh, enjoy a conversation on uh, all things digital dentistry. Yes, digital dentistry, it's kind of like a, a very, very big trend, as many of you know. And, and uh, today, um, one of the reasons I thought it was great to have Will here is We've got an event coming up, and it's on one of the hottest topics I've personally seen in terms of dentist feedback. And what that is, is photogrammetry full arch conversions. And uh, yeah, we're hosting an event at the lab. It's a CE event. It's coming up in early March, March 7th to be exact. If you've been getting our emails, you see all the details. Don't worry. We're sending out another email. We send out emails every Thursday. All the details, all the sign-up links, and all that good stuff is in there and will i guess like from the top down man you know digital dentistry and and more specifically photogrammetry and this particular technique like why is it so special why should dentists care why should they you know take an interest in this yeah no absolutely so i think i'll take a step back and give you a little bit of background on myself um so I've been with Strauman uh, three years now, um, and uh, before that, I was actually on the clinical side. So I was a registered hygienist uh, and surgical assistant in a periodontal practice in Madison, Wisconsin. So okay. worked uh, in a perio practice for many, many years um, and got to learn under a great mentor, uh, Dr. Matt Lorson in Madison, um, and so really had um, to work through and live through and and breathe all of the things of dentistry over the last 10 years on, on the clinical side uh, in a perio practice. And so I had a ton of experience with full arch dentistry uh, before I got into sales. Um, and and it was all analog, uh, or yeah. mainly analog. I kind of, I, I, I worked through the transition uh, that his office had um, from analog to digital. And yeah. so some of the pain points of full arch dentistry that I uh, both worked in in clinical practice, but also in sales, um, were the analog process of converting a full arch. Yeah, it's a little mystifying if you've never done one before. Um, you can be a little intimidated if you're yes. a restorative doctor. Um, you can even be a little intimidated if you're a surgical doctor and you haven't done full arch procedures before. Um, getting to the finish line um, for the final product, uh, it's, it's both uh, time consuming, an arduous process, and, and it's expensive, you know, mm. it's expensive for the clinicians uh, as far as chair time uh, and, and actual, you know, products that they're using in the procedure. Um, it's an expensive bill for the patient at the end of the day, but we, we have to stop looking at it as expensive and start looking at it as game-changing, life-changing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and so how can we be more efficient um, uh, as, as a practice, either a surgical practice or a restorative practice? Um, how can we be more predictable? Um, and how, at the end of the day, can we, you know, do what we're all here for, which is to have a better patient outcome? Yes. Uh, um, and so, you know, me coming out of clinical, that's what I'm here for. And so when I first saw this, uh, this workflow three years ago, Man, it was it was life changing for me, and I, I don't say that um, lightly. You yeah, know? I mean it really and truly is something that I believe can change a practice. Well, and and just coming from a completely different perspective, like we've hosted a few CE events at the lab, we've had some incredible speakers here, and this one seems just a little more electrifying, and and it seems like there's genuine just beyond interest people are like yo i have to learn this i see where the where the puck is going i this is kind of where things are going um sure sure so yeah. yeah i'll dive into that a little bit um what we're talking about today kj is what i have found to be the solution that works really well i won't say the best because there's plenty of solutions out there but the one that i feel um, is is the most efficient, most predictable, best patient outcome today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I may give you a different answer. You it know evolves. that I mean, yeah. we, we know how fast dentistry changes. Yes, um, and th- there's plenty of other you know products and services out there. But at least today, I can be really confident in saying, photogrammetry as a a, a traditional uh, full arch workflow, I, I think will be the future. Um, in some capacity or another. Oh, yeah. So uh, if you don't mind, I'll walk you through kind of like an analog conversion, um, you know, kind of surgical where and then it, where restorative. Been, yeah, and then yeah, where what we've going. done in the past yeah. and, and maybe why full arch has been scary for some people, yeah. um, uh, clinicians and patients. So uh, traditionally in an analog workflow, we're going to place some implants, um, you know, and whether the patient comes in a dentulous or it has, uh, is dentate and, and has to have some teeth removed. Once that happens, uh, we're going to have an occlusal plane uh, and we're going to place some implants in there. And at that point, um, you know, a lot of times if you don't get primary stability, you're going to bury those implants and patient is going to wait three to six months in a traditional denture before they can come back to their restorative dentist um, to start the process. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Um, it's a long time. That doesn't need to happen anymore. I mean, there, you know, there's so much direct-to-consumer marketing out there that says teeth in a day, teeth in a day. We can't guarantee that ever. You know, there's so many different types of bone, and there's so many different things that go on in a surgery. We can be much more predictable with the products that we have today, um, but we always want to set proper expectations for our patient. Yep, yep. Um, so in my world, if we can't load an arch after, you know, four to six implants are placed, it's a really bad day. I mean, yeah. it's, it's very rare that that has to happen anymore. Um, but... The pain of the analog workflow doesn't stop uh, after implants are placed. So implants are placed, uh, generally you're gonna have a lab partner there uh, day of surgery. Yep, yep. If you're planning on trying to load that arch day of surgery, that lab partner, uh, new art to, you know, has some awesome people they send out into the field to help to convert this denture. So mm-hmm. we've got a pre-made denture, um, and we're going to index holes, uh, you know, position of our implants on the intaglio of the denture. We're going to punch holes in our denture. So now we've made a denture, it looks great, and what's the first thing we do? We start to destroy it. We start to punch holes in it. We start to, 
uh, destroy the integrity of this denture we've worked so hard to create. Yeah. Um, the reason for is we have to put some temporary cylinders or copings on top of the MUA or SRA abutments that are on top of our implants and loot that in the mouth together in a wet and bloody surgical field. Um, and so that gives, you know, its own set of problems. But say even that um, goes super well. Now we have a denture that's in the mouth, looted to our temp copings or temp cylinders. Um, we have to take that out of the mouth and we have to go to the bench and we have to finish that. Yep. Um, and, and so sometimes that's done in the office and the patient just waits in a waiting room, uh, you know, and that process can take an hour, two hours, three hours, it depends, you know, sometimes you miss a coping and you have to go back in and try and do the pickup again. Um, but we're, at the end of the day, we're trying to get to a passively fitting provisional that looks and feels good for the patient. Yep. Uh, and, and so in the analog process, you know, yes, let's say we, everything went really great. We picked everything up. We're uh, going back to the bench. We're chopping our tie cylinders down and we're finishing the denture, adding acrylic back. So now we have these temporary cylinders that have been looted to our denture. So we have a weak spot because we punched a hole, put a temporary cylinder in it, and then tried to glue something back to it. Um, so strike number one. A lot of variables. Yeah, yep. yeah, and a lot of uh, heavy, uh, just heavy duty workflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's labor and sorry, labor intensive. Yeah, it's very labor intensive. And yeah. so we've got a patient waiting. We've got you know a surgeon that needs to go on to their next case. Um, say at the end of the day, we get it screwed in place and everything goes well. We're loaded. Uh, we're able to finish the denture. Great. Patient leaves with teeth. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Maybe it took longer than we wanted to because we're working in this analog workflow, but it was a successful day. Patient, um, you know, often will have an occlusal adjustment after that uh, uh, denture has been loaded. Um, and, and then they're going to go home and they're going to let those implants heal, you know, three, four months. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to come back to this patient after those implants have been successfully integrated, we're gonna to go to their restorative dentist. Mm -hmm. And so this is where the beauty of photogrammetry will shine. Okay. Um, in the analog workflow, the, the restorative dentist will now remove that passively fitting provisional and start the process mm -hmm. all over again. We don't have a digital copy of what we have created so we have to create it all over from scratch again. So that means impressions at abutment level. That's, a, that's generally an open trade technique of four to six implants. And then we're going to have to loot those together. So that's, that can be done with, you know, a bunch of different materials, uh, floss and resin, whatever you may want to do. Uh, we're going to have to create a verification jig. Mm -hmm. So that verification jig then is created off of the impression we're, we've taken. We've got to um, have another appointment to verify that the impression that we took is going to be passive. If it's not, then we have to section that verification jig and then uh, put it back together in the mouth. Now we've got to do a wax, um, a wax try-in. And at the end of the day, a wax try-in is another impression that we have to do. And so 
now we're three three appointments in and uh and, and really no closer to you know an actual uh final denture yeah a lot of time, yeah. Um, you know, so now we've got a wax try-in. Now we'll have to go to a, a, a provisional off of the model that we've created from our um, verification jig. And then we'll have to get aesthetics and phonetics checked with the patient if they're okay with that. You know, then at the end of the day, we're going to be able to go to a final. Um, and hopefully that final lasts a long time. Yeah. Because there's no way to reproduce it. Oh, man. Because we, we created it in an analog workflow. And that's the thing. You want to have something to go back to. Yep. Yeah. So uh, excellent. Everything went well on the restorative side. Maybe that's five appointments. That's a lot of appointments. appointments. Yeah. And these are long appointments. Yeah. Small screws, taking them in and out, you know, closing the provisional back up with uh, Teflon tape and resin. It's just, it, it's it's slow. It's a painful process. And if you, you don't do a lot of them, you forget the steps. You know, if you do something every day, man, Good point. you know, Good you're point. on it yeah. and you're doing it and it's, it's, it's like, it's second nature. That's you're a doing really good one of these every six months, one, even one a month. And you're like, okay, I'm going to start all over. Where's my brain at? You know, let's, let's make sure that we're following all the steps that we need to. Yeah. Um, and, and at the end of the day, these these just aren't as profitable as they potentially could be. I think that because the, of all the time. Yep. Yeah. 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 It, it's not that we're eliminating a ton of pieces and parts. We're eliminating seventy percent of your chair time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What, what could one of your restorative dentists do with an extra four, five, six hours of chair time? In a it's week? good for the bottom line, I would imagine. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so a big point right there. I, I've right? kind of painted a picture yeah. of why I believe that there there was a solution that needed fixing. Yes. And so when I saw photogrammetry, I was like, wow, this this is it. On the surgical side, it's very um, user-friendly. And by that, I mean, if you're a surgeon that likes to do guided surgery, great. This is a solution for you. If you're a surgeon that only does freehand surgery, awesome. This is a solution for you. There aren't very many other solutions out there where either of those two users is encapsulated into one solution. Mm-hmm. We don't care whether it's guided. We don't care whether it's freehand. We have the exact same solution for you. So let's walk through what a photogrammetry arch looks like. Yep. Um, and this is going to be covered you know, in depth by our speaker on March 7th. Yeah. Um, speaker's going to be Rafi Ag- Agvinian? Yep. So Rafi is an awesome, awesome lab tech uh, in Southern California. Does, you know, I mean, he'll tell you uh, hundreds of these arches a year. Yeah. Um, Muscle memory is yep, getting in. Yep. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and has been for many years. So he's got the ability to do several different workflows depending on what the clinician likes. Uh, and he'll kind of give you his, his um, take on what he's found to be the best workflow um, and, and we'll have a great discussion on that. So photogrammetry in a nutshell is being able to index the position of the implants after placement without having to do an analog pickup. So there's several cameras on the market. 
Um, New Art ha has invested um, into the capital equipment to be able to bring this service to the masses. And they're not easy to find. They're not easy. They're to not find. easy to find. They're, they're, they're you know it's from a, Switzerland. It's, a, it's an expensive investment. Um, the iMetric iCam is uh, the solution that you guys are using, and and honestly, if you didn't, if you hadn't bought one yet, that'd be the one that I would tell you is my favorite. The iMetric iCam. Yep. Um, so I've used a, a PIC system. I've used the uh, Micron Mapper, okay. uh, and I've also used the the iCam. Um, and all three of them are basically um, super intraoral scanners. Let me ask you this: Why do you prefer the iCam? Um. Let's come back to that. Okay, sounds uh, good. Once I kind of walk through the, yeah, the photogrammetry yeah. workflow, then I'll be able to kind of piece together, I think, why it's the best solution. Yeah, no, it's awesome, yeah. So photogrammetry workflow, uh, surgeon is going to um, say it's just going to be a freehand surgery. Um, so we're going to, you know, remove teeth if we need to, lay our flap, uh, and, and we're going to put a couple of fiduciary markers. Um, I like to use ortho-tenting screws, um, but the potential for if the patient does have natural teeth, you know, if they've got second molars, we can leave those in place if they're not going to be in the way of the surgery. Okay. And then those actually act as our breadcrumbs to get us back to home. So we've okay. captured preoperatively some facial photographs and some scans, intraoral scans, and then a CBCT. Got all of that information preoperatively. That's very similar to what we'd want to be doing anyway yeah um, in digital or analog now uh, we've captured all of that but we need a way to get back to that we need a way to get home always mm -hmm. and so by leaving uh, second molars in place or by having a couple of screws in the palette or on the retromolar pad uh, now we have a breadcrumb to overlay digitally to get back home that's a kind of an easy way to think yeah. about it um, so that's really the only significant change that uh, I'd say on the day of surgery. Yeah, I mean, like, how helpful is that, whether you're in dentistry or whether you're doing anything? I know, like, people, when they when they um, push code, right, you know, they're coding, like, it doesn't work. you got to go back, yep. you know, stuff you like that. you got to find a way to get back home. Templates, you know, whether exactly. we're, we're blasting out an email or something like that. Even when I build this podcast, you know, I've got a session. So so I think that's a huge, a huge help. For sure. Off the bat, you have top level. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we've got our, our, our way to get back home in those screws or, you know, natural anatomic structures that we're going to use. Uh, place the implants. Uh, everything goes great. We've got enough primary mechanical stability that we're okay to load that day. Um, that's when the beauty of the system really you know, like starts. And so instead of putting temp cylinders on and taking a denture and punching holes in it, what we're going to do is we're actually going to put some scan flags on our multi-unit abutments and we're going to take a scan and it's actually an extra oral scan. So this, this iMetric iCam, you know, you're, you stand two to three feet away from the patient and it's got uh, kind of a chime to it almost on okay. the laptop and it's the most beautiful sound you'll yeah it's hear. like it's working yeah it's like <laughs> and then it goes bring and yeah. it's like that's when it indexes an implant and it turns green yeah. and then the next one and, yeah. and i mean i've seen this happen in in 10 seconds implant yeah. you know indexing six implants in an arch in 10 seconds you're like you're just it's like you, magic almost. Yeah. yeah. You, you look at the surgeon, he looks at you, you know, and you're like, yeah, that's it. Really? <laughs> no, we don't, we're done. And, yeah. and so everybody's like, wow. Um, so we've indexed these implants. 
pay, uh, you know, surgeon can close the flap. Um, everything's good. We'll put a couple of little white caps on, like suture closure caps, um, and patient's comfortable. So if the, the surgeon wants to deliver same day, generally we'll have our denture digitally planned about 90% of the way done. Okay. Once we capture our uh, implant placement and index those implants, we're going to take that STL file and we're going to overlay it onto our denture that's already basically planned. Once the implants are in place in the denture in the way we like it, then we send it to production. Mm -hmm. So that means that we have to print it. Um, and that can either be done here at Newart or if uh, the office that we're working in has a printer, we can actually nest it right into their printer and go right to production, you know, right in the next room. Uh, so two different workflows. If they don't have a printer, then we deliver this denture the next day. Very quickly as well? Yes, absolutely. And I've had absolutely no problems delivering mm -hmm. next day for these things. Patients are tired. I was going to say, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody's like, man, I'm going out for a steak dinner tonight. You know, they yeah, just went through three yeah. hours of surgery. Marathon or they're going you home. Know, they space it out a little yeah, bit. They're going to rest and relax, um, take a nap on the couch. See you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock and we'll, well screw the denture. Well, you know what's interesting? Just to stop right there for a sec is so much of, I think that's, overlooked in these efficiency processes um, but it's always at the forefront whether it's the lab side or the dental side is the patient experience because if they have a really good patient experience they're going to talk about it absolutely and and that's great free marketing for for your business you know for your practice it's not great free um, marketing it's the best it's the best market it's the it's best better than any marketing that you can purchase because so, it, it's so personal testimonial yep. and, and um and I think that that's just one of those details I did not want to overlook. Like, because we're we're talking all these massive efficiency increases, and uh, there's so many benefits to this, and there's a lot of upside. For so, sure. So so you know, keep going. Yeah. No. Awesome. I mean, we yeah. talked about like yeah. the dentist saving chair time. Yeah. But think about the patient. Yeah. Now, instead of the patient having to have six appointments and get out of their busy day six times to come into the office for it's, one to it's two an inconvenience. hours, yeah. that inconvenience is limited to you know two to three appointments, post-surgical appointments. It makes a difference. It's huge. It makes a difference. Patient, it, and overall patient happiness. case acceptance, you know. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Straight up, uh, after you're done with surgery, you're going to heal for six months. And then at that point, we're going to start a six-appointment process that each of those appointments is an hour to two hours. Are you ready for this? Or, hey, we're going to let you heal three to four months, and then we're going to start a two to three appointment process, and we're going to make sure that you're super comfortable with your design, your phonetics, your aesthetics, and then we're going to go to final, and it's going to be super easy. Well, it's so interesting out. because to, just to add on top of that, we're on the inside, right? Like like lab perspective, Strauman perspective. But like if you're, if you're talking like the patient perspective, you say, hey, three appointments or six appointments? Very easy decisions. Yeah. Three appointments, please. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason Amazon does what it does, Straight the volume up. it does. Straight it's up. One click, buy now, you know, I mean, and so I, I, we really Remove the friction. Yeah. We always say that at the lab. We try yeah. and remove the friction. Yeah. And yeah. so by removing the friction, uh, we haven't had any pushback on next day delivery from our patients. It, it really isn't, hasn't been a big concern. Um, it, you know, Mary, Joe, it, they're, they're not worried about that 24 hour period where they're going to be without teeth, mm -hmm. um, because they're not, I mean, they're They're just, they're tired. They're, they've gone through a long, extensive surgery. Yeah. They're ready to just go home and relax. Yeah. 
So next day delivery can be done at the surgical office or it actually can be done at the restorative office. Um, and the beauty of the photogrammetry workflow is that we have a monolithic either milled or printed material. Mm -hmm. So uh, reductive or additive, doesn't matter. I, I like to, them to be printed, but we're actually printing direct to abutment. So no longer do you have to purchase as, as a restorative dentist, uh, impression copings. No longer do you have to purchase a, a vario base or tie base abutment to be glued into our uh, provisional. No longer do you have to go through the process of the verification jig. So you are going to be savings on dollars on components yeah. as well and as time. Chair, and chair time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're delivering our passively fitting provisional that is printed direct to the abutment the next day. We use a little bit longer screw uh, and it fits perfectly. There are minor occlusal adjustments that, that are generally made at that appointment at delivery um, the day after surgery. Um, but that's great. You know, we get it dialed in and then the patient's super happy. They go home and they just heal for a couple months. Yep. Um, so... Strawman, you know, I'll, I'll give a little Strawman plug here if you don't mind. Um, Go for but it. on the, the Strawman, Strawman implant side, our surface technology allows for implants to integrate uh, at about half of the time that any other implant on the market does. Yeah. So, with our SL Active surface technology, there's no carbon layer when the implant is placed, and integration happens, you know, almost overnight uh, as opposed to any other implant on the market. So, I can confidently say that I have restored implants or given a ready to restore letter to a patient uh, and a restorative dentist after six weeks after placement. Six weeks. So that's like even six to 12 weeks, cut it in half, yep. you know. Yep. So you no could long, double your production. No longer do we yeah. have to wait six months. Well, well, and you just made a mention about Amazon, right? Like if, if these last 10 years have shown anything, it's that people are willing to, to do things for convenience. For like, sure. like I was going to say pay, but it's even like, you know, whatever it might be, it doesn't have to always be like a monetary thing. Like, Convenience is in demand always. And and this is one of those things. Time is money. Yeah. Time is valuable. How valuable is your time? And especially what kind of patients are receiving this, right? They're they're usually like a little older, you know, and and so their time might be more valuable than someone in their twenties, you know, just like, hey, I, I wanna go spend time with my grandkids. I wanna go and like do these things I've worked so hard to do. It's a lot of uh tailwinds for this. And if you look at like worst case scenario to best case scenario. Yeah. Worst case is you don't get primary stability, you didn't use a Strauman implant, and you're waiting six months for integration before you even uncover those implants. So the patient is in a traditional denture for six months. I mean, that, yeah. it, that in today's direct-to-consumer market, like we're losing patients to full arch centers that are doing teeth in a day because of that. We need to capitalize on that direct-to-consumer uh, marketing campaign. Everybody's seen, you know, the advertisements on television and the radio ads and everything on Facebook. I mean, it's in our face as a consumer every single day. Yep. And so let's capitalize on that. Let's use the marketing dollars that they're spending to be able to say, hey, this is a better workflow for you. You're going to have your teeth tomorrow. And then we're going to be able to get you into your final solution, your final restoration, just as quickly as anybody else in the market. 
or, or more quickly. So end of the day, uh, patient heals, uh, you know, six weeks with a Stroman implant or three to four months uh, with a you know, com- yeah. Yeah, competitive implant. Um, and they show up at their restorative office ready to start the process. So that's the beauty of the photogrammetry system. I, I think I've said that a couple of times, but I mean, it's just like... You made some points. There, yeah. There's a couple of things here where it's yeah. like, wow, It's not just like a one... Game changer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we already have the digital design. You know, we've got all of our pre-surgical, pre-operative workflow and scans done. Uh, we've designed a denture digitally. We've gotten it uh, to fit passively, and now patient has healed, and they're back in our chair. What we need to do at that appointment is take an intraoral scan of the denture as it's still screwed into the implants. And take a, a scan of the bite um, and a scan of the opposing arch. So that's the you know same workflow you'd use with any other uh, digital scan technique. Um, we'll take the uh, the passively fitting provisional off. We don't need to use the photogrammetry camera a second time. Okay. So we already have those implants indexed. We know where they are. They're not going to move. They're, that position isn't going to change. So we don't have to do that again. We already know that we have a passively fitting provisional. The reason that we scanned it is because we may have made some minor adjustments to the occlusion. So we need to tell the computer about those adjustments so that we can fabricate to those adjustments and not have to adjust our final. Um, Once we've got that scan done, we're gonna take a, a new scan of the tissue. So that scan is important because tissue heals, and now that tissue is going to look differently than it yep. did day of surgery. Makes it's sense. It's going to look differently than it did preoperatively. Totally fine. That, that's perfect. We put a, the, you know those little white caps on top of our MUAs or SRA abutments. Those are our breadcrumbs to get back to day of surgery, and then we had breadcrumbs day of surgery to get back to preoperative. So everything stacks on top of each other. Accuracy is never an issue. It, it just isn't. It, there, there are things that happen with these. Um, you know, we can go over that to, maybe in another podcast, like pitfalls and how to avoid, you know, certain things. Um, but for the most part, accuracy won't be the issue. Yeah. Um, so now we've got an accurate scan of the passively fitting provisional. Maybe patient wants to change the midline a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe she or he or she wants to change some aesthetics. Uh, we're going to talk about you know, all of that. Yeah. yeah, yep, absolutely. So say we we do want to do some aesthetic change. Uh, maybe it's a midline, maybe it's a incisal edge needs to be lengthened, whatever that may be. You know how easy it is to print another provisional? Much easier than going through all the process in the beginning, yeah. the traditional life. Yep. Yeah. So, awesome. We've got some phonetic issues. We're going to print another provisional, and we're going to deliver that in a couple of days. Let the patient walk around for a week, two weeks. Yes, those phonetic issues have been fixed. I love this new denture. Now we have exactly what we need. We have a copy mill to go direct to our final. And so whether that final is going to be, you know, whatever material the, the doctor chooses, New Art's got a solution for that. Uh, but very commonly, it's going to be a monolithic milled zirconia final. Uh, and, and so we'll just be able to go right to production on that. Yeah. We'll go to finish on that. And that's, that process isn't going to take any longer than it would in any other workflow. Um, and, and so, you know, turnaround on that can be two weeks, three, you know, two to three weeks. 
Um, and then we have the patient back for that appointment that's an hour long. We take four to six screws out. We take out the old provisional. We screw in the new final direct to multi-unit or direct to SRA abutment and close up those occlusal access holes um, and get the best smile that we're going to get, you know, that day. From Life-changing. Yep, Life-changing. Um, and, and so that's kind of, in a nutshell, some of the, the really cool things about the photogrammetry workflow that I've yeah. found. Um, efficiency, predictability, uh, and just the ability to, to, to capture the information we need um, to really be a, an advocate for you know, what we think the best solution for the patient is at the end of the day. And that's really what it's all about, like oral health, helping the patient out. That's our mission. And, Absolutely. And this, this serves all stakeholders. It helps the dentist be more efficient. It helps things be more accurate. It reduces remake chances. Um, it's more it's quicker. Yeah. Um, it's more. Yeah. It's and so a, if I can talk specifically to those restorative dentists out there that have a patient that mm-hmm. they've maybe been avoiding having this conversation, mm-hmm. they know that the patient has terminal dentition. Um, and, and, you know, maybe it's been a long battle with periodontal disease or mm-hmm. maybe it's been a, a significant battle with, you know, carries throughout the mouth and they've they've crowned and and post and core and and they're just coming to a point where there really isn't going to be an alternative but they're Mm -hmm. still limping them along and limping them along sometimes it's a lot to explain yeah well it is a lot to explain but sometimes we're we don't want to have that hard conversation because of it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable yeah. and maybe we as the restorative dentist haven't done a ton of these and so they're ju- we're just not comfortable having that conversation yeah maybe the confidence is still building yeah exactly yeah. and so if i can talk to those people and just tell them from the bottom of my heart don't don't be afraid of having this conversation with your patient base the, those terminal dentition patients because of the ease of the workflow it takes all of the anxiety out of it. I, I promise you, if you call up New Art and say, hey, I've got a patient that's going to be doing, you know, this full arch surgery. I've never done one before or I've, you know, the last one I did was five years ago and it was a mess. I promise you, if, if you're in that camp, we can change, you know, your attitude and we can change your perception on how these cases need to go mm-hmm. uh, and and really, at the end of the day, be able to have the conversation with the patient about the their needs and, and really and truly what you think is going to be the best long-term solution for them. The greater good. Yep. The greater good. Um, is there anything else you want to add? I know that this event, I want to just bring it back up again, March 7th, uh, yep. New Art Dental Lab. Who's it for, right? General practitioners, implantologists, oral surgeons, uh, maxill, maxillofacial surgeons, periodontists, prosthodontists, and even residents and students. I know you mentioned lead assistants. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyone else I mean, I'm forgetting? Anybody on the team that is involved with your full arch workflow, whether you're a surgical practice or a restorative practice, bring them. Yeah. You know, it's a free event. We're, we're going to have some food. How we're much gonna, does it cost? Have, it, yeah. Zero. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you so have nothing to lose. Excellent speaker, super knowledgeable yeah. on the topic. 
uh, that's going to be able to answer questions. We'll have some food and drink here, uh, be able to have some camaraderie, but also at the end of the day, kind of break down some of the barriers to this process. Um, I, I, I really and truly believe that, that it is an, an excellent answer to what we need in digital dentistry today on the full arch side of things. Um, and uh, yeah, if you've got a team member, you know, uh, whether you're surgical or restorative that is instrumental in this process at your office, bring them. New Art's got an awesome facility here for this lecture space. Um, Right now, I think we've got uh, over 20 people you know, that are registered. Still uh, three weeks out, too. Yep. yep. And, and so if you need any help on the registration side of it, please feel free to reach out to me. Yep. Um, or, or we're we're going to be KJ. putting out yep. the info in the email. Yep. So if, if you want to get on New Art's email list, you know, just shoot us a message on Instagram. Call the lab. Just at, say the front office, hey, we'd love to be added to the list. We'd love to get some info about this upcoming CE event, you know, phot- photogrammetry full arch conversions, kind of like what Will's just been describing here. He mentioned Rafi, the speaker. It's It seems like a lot of upside packed into two hours. It, I, yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rafi did a great job at our Lab Fest in, uh, in Mansfield, Texas, a couple of months ago okay. uh, in front of, uh, you know, a bunch of lab owners from all across the country. Uh, and, and so... Um, I, I'm super excited to be able to bring him into Milwaukee and, and have him uh, speak to, you know, to our local clinicians uh, on this workflow. Yeah, and I just want to, for the audience, I just want to read off a little bit about Rafi. Um, he comes from a family of highly successful dental technicians, and at the age of 18, he began working full-time in his family's dental lab while simultaneously produ- pursuing his degree in biological ethics. So combined with his love for all things dental, uh, digital, and technology, Rafi has transformed his family's strictly analog dental lab to a laboratory that is now completely digital. I think a lot of us can relate to that. Uh, he continues to push the limits in the digital realm of dental technology and looks forward to continue improving the workflow and production of his already successful business. Don't miss Rafi. He's, he comes very highly recommended. Uh, you know, Will's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Frank's going to be there. You're, you might see some peers there. You might, see, you might need, meet some new people and it might change your life. And, uh, yeah, I'm yep. looking forward to this one. It seems to be really, really, really of high interest to the community. So I encourage everyone, if you're listening to this right now, just sign up. And you know, congrats and, on making it to the end of, uh, of our podcast here. 38 minutes of, of high-level <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah. So, so, Will, I really want to thank you for coming on. I know this has been super helpful to just add some more uh, context, add some more details to this whole thing. Like, like the why is so important, and you did a good job of explaining that. It benefits the patients. It benefits the, uh, the practice. It's where the future is going. And, uh, yeah, let's learn all about it. Any final thoughts, my friend? No, that's it. Thanks for having me, KJ. This has been super fun and, and really and truly can't wait to see everybody uh, March 7th. Uh, enjoy a, an awesome evening of continuing education. We can't wait either. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. This has been another amazing episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. Easiest way to help the show, just text us to one other person. And maybe that's a great way to just you know start the process of uh, showing up to the event right like text text this show text this episode to one or two of your friends in the dental industry say hey you want to go to this you have any interest in going to this it's free it's local and uh the upside is is everywhere so thank you everybody my name is kj eichstead we'll talk to you very soon we're out 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at newartdental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.